Welcome everyone to How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Keita Spears, a.k.a. Haiki. What up, winners? Winners, we've got a guest. He yes, kind of sounds like Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, if you know, you know. Yeah, he's sexier than Elon Musk, especially if you can see his uh, his jacket. Um, I don't. Not too many people can uh, pull off a purple jacket like that, Matt. But I was surprised you, that I could. I wouldn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, winners, if this is your first time tuning in. Uh, the show's about helping you guys win your personal life, your financial life, your your entrepreneurial life. And, uh, you know, Matt came highly recommended. And Keaton and I were just talking offline, off air. The the area of expertise he has is, is subject matter that we haven't talked to you guys about before. So I know you definitely are going to want to stay uh, tuned in, especially to the end. Probably so going to grab can, a piece of paper and pen because this is some stuff that is, you know, hidden gems right here. For real. So Matt is someone that's uh, crushing it in business, uh, more specifically on the lead gen side, LinkedIn, all you business owners out there. I know you guys need leads, right? Mm-hmm. And, and LinkedIn is maybe a, a platform that you guys don't touch. So Matt has a proven system and uh you know has been doing a a lot of great things in that space so we're excited to have you on the show matt welcome aboard yeah thanks for having me i'm excited to be here yeah, buddy. So when I first met Matt here five, 10 minutes ago, it's the best part about podcasts is just getting <laughs> yeah. to know people from all walks of life. He's like, yeah, I've been homeless the last 18 months. And then like <laughs> I had a straight phase for about like 10 seconds and I was like, come on. And he's like, no, no, no. So tell the audience what, yeah. what you've been doing, like homeless 18 months. Yep. Yep. Uh, probably the best dressed homeless person in, you know, that you've come across yet. But uh, yeah, my wife and I made a decision uh, a couple of years ago and I said to her, I want to travel. You know, I don't want to be stuck in South Africa working in, uh, out of a out of an office, uh, being stuck in the same place. I was like, I want to get out and go travel. And so she had a very location-based business. And she said to me, look, I need two years to get this thing sorted out. So I'm super proud of it, right? So she actually went and brought in a whole management team, worked herself out of the business. And we decided to sell everything that we own and just go travel. So we started that at the beginning of last year. And so it's been 19 months on the road now. And we've traveled to about 20 countries. Some places we've lived in for three months, six months, seven months at a time. A lot of the time we travel, you know, a week at a time. We go to different places. So it's been eventful. Yeah. Holy cow. So take us back. This is a great precursor to like the story. So back in South Africa, yeah. you're just living standard married life per se. You I mean, your wife's a business owner, so she's crushing it. Yep. You're crushing it. Give the backstory, like what's going on and what kind of prompted you? Did you always want to be this explored type or did you kind of get into, um, how do I say, like doing, going through the motions and realize, oh shit, Mm. like I did have this dream I wanted to do. Yeah. So one of my, my highest personal values is travel, right? I love travel. I love business and relationships. Okay. Those are my three highest values. So for me, I've always traveled. In fact, I'm on my third passport at the moment. The other two are full and uh, I've traveled to all kinds of weird and wonderful and interesting places. So I said to my wife, we were actually going to start traveling before COVID. And then obviously lockdown and everything happened, which actually stopped our wedding as well. So we landed up having legal wedding in the middle of COVID. Uh, you know, screw the authorities. Like we'll just do whatever we wanted to do anyways. It's not going to stop us from getting married. But we decided that as soon as things open up, we're out of here. So we did because, I mean, you know, everything in South Africa, I've lived there my whole life. I've done everything that's there. And, you know, we kind of just started getting into this routine. 
And I am not one that works very well with routines. Like I can set the systems up, but then I need to get away from it, mm. right? So we started falling into this routine and I'm like, no, time to change things up. Let's go travel. And, you know, for her, it was a big thing because she needs the routine. She needs the repeatability. So we kind of just stepped outside the box and did it. And we started off for three months and yeah, 20 months, 19 months later, we're still on the road and absolutely loving it. What's been the hardest challenge being homeless for 18 months? I, I just say that jokingly <laughs> because we live in Vegas, right? And, yeah. and it's, it's bad out here, right? I know you're staying on the strip. You probably got hit up by, you know, five bums you know, <laughs> on your way out here. Yeah. And I felt really bad for them, right? I mean, it's like 110 degrees out there in Las Vegas. I feel mm. like you don't want to be homeless in Las Vegas or anywhere it snows. Yeah, right? totally. Like Hawaii, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what's been the biggest challenge for you? like the last 18 months? Yeah, I would say one of the biggest challenges is getting our schedule right because every different place that we go in, like most of our clients are in North America and we've got some clients in Europe as well. So one of the biggest things has been navigating the time zone differences and then working out our schedule because every new place that we go to, like we'll go from South Africa to Europe. So the time zone is pretty similar there. Then we'll go over to Asia where it's like an 11 hour difference between there and here where all our clients are. Then we come over to the US and I start working from like 6 a.m. in the morning. So navigating those time zones and blocking out the time to do the sales calls, to do the marketing, the speaking, um, but then also, you know, building the business, working on the business instead of in the business. And then, you know, family time and traveling and adventures. So it's just working everything in. But I think we've got our system down now, man. And it's just, it flows. So every place we go to, we've got those times booked out where we do the things that fulfill us. Because also don't just want to be, you know, hopping from place to place and just seeing the inside of a hotel room or of Airbnb the whole time. So we still adventure, we still travel, we still do date nights, we do all the fun stuff just in different locations all the time. <laughs> okay. So schedule really is the the bread and butter. And that's yeah. the glue that keeps this whole thing together for the last 19 months. Yes, absolutely. Gotcha. Talk to us about the business that you've got going on right now. Help, yeah. help the winners understand what, what you guys got going. Perfect. So we work with business coaches and consultants and people that have got high ticket offers in the service industry. And we help them to find their ideal clients on LinkedIn, uh, start up conversations and then convert them into paying customers. So we've got a lead system, a sales system. And once those two foundational elements are dialed in, then we help them build the scale system so that they can take it to the next level. So we use AI in a lot of what we do. We help them build a signature offer that generally a front-end offer and a back-end offer. So it's like a, a nice, easy way to get the yes from the client and then upsell them into the next step where you create massive lifetime value and more impact. And then build a signature solution, which is a visual model of helping them get from point A to point B and incorporating video as part of the process to convert clients faster than ever before and get meetings booked. So, you know, our clients have been getting two meetings a day with ideal clients. We've had people go from $20,000 a month to $100,000 a month in two months. We've had people add 400K to their business in a space of four months. This guy was 70 years old, right? Um, we've had other people go from nothing to building 20, $25,000 a month. And we've worked with corporates as well. So everything in between right? But it's about building a repeatable, simple system that you can do 30 minutes a day of active reach out and generate all the leads that you need. What do you think the biggest myth people have when it comes to LinkedIn? Because I think a lot of 
yeah. entrepreneurs, a lot of people stay away from LinkedIn because, you know, and you probably hear this from people. Why, you know? Well, it's like, yeah. it's a pitch fest, right? Like, Type. Hey, you know, thanks for connecting. Right. And, and, <laughs> and then getting hit yeah. with the cold DM. Right. So I think a lot of people stray away from, from LinkedIn and a lot of it's probably just because of, you know, lack of understanding, lack of knowledge. So kind of what's yeah. address that. So it's a pitch fest, 100%, but it's also a snooze fest because everyone is sending the same crappy messages all over. And I mean, I even get messages from people reaching out saying, hey, Matt, are you looking for leads on LinkedIn? I'm like, dude, you didn't even read my profile. You just sent me some shitty automation message and expecting me to respond to that. So the difference is, and how we look at it, is that we focus on quality over quantity, right? It's not about taking a shotgun approach and blasting out and, you know, hoping that something sticks, right? We want to make sure that we target the exact ideal clients that, that you're looking for, which means that you need to know who you're looking for. If you don't, then we've got to help you get clarity on that and validate that to make sure that's the right direction. Then we need to make sure that the message is really clear. So one of the things that we're big on is not just writing a message as a headline, but actually showing them how you solve a specific problem, making it tangible through a unique solution in a specific timeline. And when you can do that, so make a bold promise, you know, put it out there and then make sure that you live up to it, right? And when you do that, you actually find that you open more doors because you're speaking the language of your ideal client. Now, what that does is that when you go and have these conversations with them, each conversation needs to be personalized and tailored now, we use AI to do a lot of the, the, the heavy lifting for this, right? But what it does is it actually goes and reads their profile and it'll write a message as if someone has sat there, gone and read through their posts and it'll find a commonality, a common ground, talk about that article or post or whatever, and then create a personalized message. So for me, I'm big on quality over quantity, less is more. And especially if you're using LinkedIn and you're looking for clients, we want to look for something that's going to be worth your time, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're selling like a $200 thing, well, so what? Okay, I wouldn't recommend going direct for clients. What I would do though, is I would look for people that could distribute that or for joint ventures or partners. So you're still getting it in bulk, right? But we always look at, you got to have a lifetime value of at least $5,000 for it to be worth your time. And that way, the time that you spend on it is worth spending the time on it. Mm -hmm. So to help somebody under, kind of wrap their head around what you're saying right now is if you have a, a service and your business can make at least $5,000 over one month, over mm -hmm. one year, over two years, you know, from that client acquisition, mm -hmm. then LinkedIn is worth it for you. Yeah, hundred percent. And also we said our clients, if you don't have a lifetime value of at least $5,000, well, let's help you build one. Right, we've taken people with offers that one of my buddies that's now started working with us, he had a $7,000 offer that he delivered over a six month period. We restructured his offer and we turned that into a $25,000 offer over a year period. And he is crushing it. I had another guy that had a $2,000 offer where he was delivering 10 one-on-one -on -one, uh, on sessions for that. And he got to like 20,000 a month. So, you know, it was, it's good in a lot of people's eyes, but he hit this capacity problem right? Because there's only so much time you can spend. And what most people do is they go on this revenue roller coaster. So some months are great, some months are zero, really marketing and selling or delivering. So with him, we restructured his offer. We created a $5,000 offer, did one one-on-one -on -one call and delivered the, the rest in online training in group format. He went from $20,000 a month to $100,000 a month in two months. 
just by freeing up his time and making a better offer. Yeah, and what was crazier was that his client results actually increased by 11% as well because he had more time to step back and deliver them more value. See, that's, that's the type of value that we're, we're here to deliver winners. Like, cause that's, yeah. that's that Jedi mind trick where like he wasn't able to be the best version of himself because he spent too much time in his business and on his business. Yeah. And then when he was able to take a 30,000 foot view, Oh, groups. Now they can actually have some competition. Maybe they can share some results. Exactly. I don't have to repeat myself to 18 different yes. coaching clients. They can do it to themselves. This that's, that's incredible. You know, and this was exactly what happened for us as well, because we went through a similar journey, is it's very difficult to take a 30,000 foot view when you're knee deep in the mud, right? So like we did, like we do with our clients is we got a mentor who could take that 30,000 foot view and actually guide us. Like we do for our clients, we mentor them and we help them take that 30,000 foot view and guide them in the right direction. You know, it's just, you go from being a business doer where you're stuck in everything to becoming a business owner where your time is leveraged. And that's what we're all after, right? We don't start businesses to create glorified jobs. We start businesses for control, security, time, location, freedom, and legacy. Yeah, love it. With specifically LinkedIn, is there certain industries, certain businesses where you're, hey, this, LinkedIn's not for you. You should go to Instagram instead. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking about people listening to the show that might have, you know, uh, a brick and mortar business, for example. Maybe they've got uh, a construction business, right? So are there certain industries that you need to stay away from LinkedIn? I, You know, it's an interesting question. I'd say it works there's different applications is the best way to say it. Mm. So sometimes it's very difficult to go after one-to-one -one clients. Like if you're selling B2C to the masses, it's gonna be very difficult to go after one-to-one -one clients because the message is so broad, you don't know who you're targeting, all right? But with those kind of offers, I would be looking for who has my ideal client as part of their network. And I would be using LinkedIn to go and look for those people so I can get in front of that audience. So it's a different application, right? But it's a professional network. So if you change the mindset of it being a social network like Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, it's a professional network where you go and look for other people to connect with and figure out something that's gonna work for them. So I'll give you an example then. Yeah, shoot. Someone has a, um, let's just say a, a clothing brand mm -hmm. that is for, you know, women that are in the workout space and they identify a couple of influencers, a couple of, of high performing women's coaches, you know, yes. women coaches that, that coach women on, you know, how to train and how to eat better and whatnot. So this business owner's got this apparel company. She's like, man, I would love to get in front of that audience, right? She's helping people that I know would love my apparel. What's a good way for that person that, you know, has the apparel company to get on the radar? Of, mm. of that affiliate, that referral partner. Cause that's, that's kind of what you're explaining, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, for those kind of things, the more visual, if you're doing something that has more visuals to it, then definitely Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, that sort of stuff, that's gonna get you the B2C reach. LinkedIn on the other hand is looking for, I'd look for referral partners. I'd look for those people, those affiliates. And to get in front of them, it's looking for those points of connection and figuring out what do they have and where can you guys connect and how can you be of value to each other, right? So do the research on the person that you're trying to reach out to. 
get creative, like think outside the box a little bit. So I would be looking at, if I'm trying to sell women's apparel, I'd be looking at where are, are there fitness coaches? Obviously that's an easy one. A lot of them might have their own brands already that they sell. Okay, that's fine, go and find that. I'd be going to dietitians, right? I'd be going to uh, magazines, right? That these women read and go connect with the editor and see if we can get something in, in the magazine, right? I'd be connecting to podcasters who are talking about these things, right? So think outside the box. It's not a, a linear game. Yeah. And that, that's winners. That's why you guys hire people like Matt. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, <laughs> for those exact reasons, you got to go and hire someone like Matt. So like, where do the winners go if they actually want to work with you and they want to get more into the nitty gritty of LinkedIn? Yeah. Amazing. So obviously LinkedIn is number one. Uh, my username is Matt Clark Rainmaker. Uh, Instagram, Matt Clark Rainmaker. Um, our website is thevirtualedge.com. And then I've actually got some gifts if people want to go and get some gifts and just see what we're about and go and, you know, test drive some of the stuff and see if it lands home for you. The winners love gifts. Hell yeah. <laughs> we all love gifts, don't we? Yep. And that's at rainmakergifts.com. Okay, so we'll make sure to put that in the show notes so the winners can go and make sure they get those free gifts. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, shoot, do you got anything else, Blue? Where's uh, the next stop? for the, the, the luckiest homeless <laughs> man in the world. So we're heading to Arizona next. Okay. Um, we're actually gonna take a drive on Friday to Grand Canyon, go hang okay. around there a little bit, do some helicopter flights. There you go. It's a must, it's yeah. kind of one of those things you gotta tick off, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, then we shoot over to Arizona to go meet up with some business partners there. And then we're probably gonna spend a couple of weeks in Mexico. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, guys, I mean, that's why uh, the entrepreneurial life is uh, the life to to, uh, to shoot for. So winners, go uh, check out Matt. Like Kita said, all the stuff will be in the show notes. Matt, thank you so much for uh, making a, a pit stop and stopping by here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been amazing being here. All right, it's awesome winners. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.